0: hey what's up everybody this is charles sabansi from the dreamers pro show and we want to welcome you guys to the dreamers pro podcast where we cover everything from sports hot topics classic debates entertainment and we'll we give you guys a fresh perspective on things and how we see them now let's get started with the first topic of today's show well as you guys know there's some drama percolating out there right percolating and it it it's kind of on the peripheral but a lot of people are discussing it what am i talking about well One of the top sprinters in the universe and uh, Noah Lyles, I believe, went to the world championships and he won the 100 meter dash and he won the 200 meter dash, which is something that's extremely, extremely impressive. I mean, that's Usain Bolt type of things, type of stuff, right? Usain Bolt, who's the greatest sprinter in the history of the universe. So he went out there and I guess that. You know, after he won those medals, he was still on the high, right? He was feeling himself. He was pretty energized. And for those of you guys who don't know, he's American. So he was representing the United States. So he goes up there and he's being interviewed. Pretty much what happens to every single sprinter. So he's being interviewed to give his thoughts and opinions. So while he's he's up there talking, he takes it upon himself to make some comments That were directed towards the NBA. Now, I don't know what prompted him to say this because it's unclear, but he essentially went out there and made some comments that ended up ticking off a lot of NBA players and various people out there in the media actually started going after him for his comments. So what we want to do is want to quickly play his comments to give this show some context and then we're gonna continue on. It's a very short clip, about a 40-second clip. So take a listen to what uh, Noel Lyles had to say here, and then we're gonna continue on with the show. So take a listen to that there.
1: You know the thing that hurts me the most is that I have to watch the NBA Finals, and they have world champion on their head. World champion of what? <laughs> the United States? Don't get me wrong. I, I love the U.S. at times. <laughs> But that ain't the world. That is not the world. We are the world. We have almost every country out here fighting, thriving, putting on their flag to show that they
0: are represented. There ain't no flags in the NBA. (laughs) So you heard what he had to say. You heard what he had to say. I don't want to get into my thoughts just yet. I want to give you guys some more supporting information. So I was doing some research this morning and I came across an article from CBS Sports and this article was basically highlighting this story. So I want to start off uh, with the headline here. It says, Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, uh, more NBA stars criticize U.S. sprinter Noah Lyles over World Championship comments. Lyles, who competed for, the, uh, for Team USA in the 2020 Olympics, believes NBA champions are not world champions. American sprinter Noah Lyles won the 200-meter event at the Athletics Championship in Hungary on Friday. However, it wasn't Lyles' performance on the track that made most headlines following his victory lyle's weighed in on the state of american sports championships he then went on to say what we played i have to watch the nba finals and they have world champion on there lyle said so he says that so shortly after lyle's made his comments the nba community made sure to express their opinions right now what we want to do is i want to read what some of these guys had to say in response to this post uh kevin Durant says somebody help this brother ud40 big fan but uh big fan but gone with that bs bruh sucker you know what draymond green chimed in of course when being when being smart goes wrong kendrick perkins put his brain in a bird and the bird will start flying backwards pj tucker can't make this bleep up aaron gordon whatever I'm smoking buddy in a 200-meter dash. Austin Rivers, simply put, best players in the world play in the league. So winning an NBA championship qualifies as world champs. I don't know what cringe. I don't know what's more cringe, his comments or his voice delivery. Tyler Hero, uh, the NBA is the best league in the world. That's why champs are world champions. So that's what some of these NBA uh, guys had to say. Uh, in response to um, his comments there, and of course, some other sports creators went out there and they created their own shows to kind of respond uh, to some of the things that he had to say uh, that he had to say there. So, uh, here are my thoughts. First of all, first of all, let's just address the elephant in the room. I get it. Noah Lyles has a very annoying voice. Uh, I can understand exactly how it came out like like we're just keeping it real he sounded really annoying cringy when he said that we all know this right let's just be real that's the first thing second thing worth saying I'm not exactly sure why he singled out uh NBA players I'm not sure why maybe he watches this particular brand of basketball and it's not a fan of it I have no re I have no understanding or rather I have no Um, clear reason as to why uh, he said what he had to say. So about NBA players. So I totally, I totally, I totally get that. However, however, let's be real for a second here. This conversation, I think, got blown out of proportion because number one, too many people, we're in their feelings over this thing. Number two, too many people seem to be misinformed and it even seems to be highly paid, successful people that still weren't able to understand this this, uh, this issue here. We even put up a post on our channel yesterday, which read, do you agree with Noah Lau saying that the, that the NBA championship is not a world championship? We put up that post. Since then, about 11,000 voters gave their opinion 54% said yes they agree 46% said no they disagree uh with his comments I then left a comment there to kind of drop my own two cents and about 665 people or there about 665 comments I said I personally believe he is 100% correct there is a fundamental difference between the English Premier League and the World Cup and yes the best footballers from all over the world play in the English Premier League. When you win a championship in the NBA, you're representing your team and your state. When you win the Olympics, you are representing your country against other countries. Don't let nationalism cloud your thinking. This is common sense, common sense, folks. Come on, guys. It's even in the name. National Basketball Association. Just saying. I got to be honest with you guys. A lot of people made this conversation way more complicated than it needed to be. Way more complicated than it needed to be. He spoke a fact. And I was disappointed to hear the rebuttal of what people were saying. The way some of these people were reasoning was very, I mean, it was quite surprising that some people cannot reason properly. He made that statement and he, the, the next person goes on to say, well, what league has the, better, the best players in the world? What does that have to do with his statement? How does that disprove what he's saying? The English Premier League also has some of the best players from all over the world playing in it. But if you win the English Premier League or the Euro Cup, it doesn't mean you won the World Cup. Hello? This is not complicated. This is not complicated. Don't let your nationalism cloud your thinking. This is quite obvious, number one. Number two, if you're holding that view, it makes you come off as someone that is extremely myopic. Extremely myopic, short-sighted, and dare I say someone that has no interest or has ever traveled outside the United States. It's a very close-minded thing to say. When you go around the world, you will realize that the world is a lot bigger than the United States. Hate to break it to you guys, folks. And this is an American talking to you. Now, there's some Americans that feel like you need to hold, you can kiss my ass. I don't need to, I don't need to subscribe to any view that somebody says. You believe what you believe. I believe what I believe. I don't need to believe, see the world how you see the world. I don't need to see it that way this it's it's the bloody reality if you feel that if you're going to be thinking in that myopic way you hold on to your opinion i'm not forcing my views on you you better not bring your bs nonsense views to me and tell me why, why i need when you travel and this is why it's important to travel when you travel it opens your mind what is surprising is that these guys do travel around the world but they're still holding on to this bubble mentality it's a bubble mentality there's no argument for it. The NBA, your teams competing against other teams within the United States. This is not complicated, folks. It's not complicated. When you go to the Olympics, it's the national team versus other national teams. Why is it the same all over the world, but when it gets to the United States, all of a sudden it's different? It's, it's shocking to me that people are taking this, this other position. And the arguments that they're coming up with are moronic. Well, who has the best players? in a, that, that doesn't mean anything. Just because the NBA has the best players in the world, which it does, doesn't mean it's competing against the world. Let's not be stupid. Let's not be that stupid because we're embarrassing ourselves in front of other countries watching this. They're like, bro, wait a minute. Why are Americans reasoning like this? This is embarrassing. I got to say. I gotta say, and I'm gonna keep it. I'm not one of those people that oh, I'm from this country, so therefore I'm a, everything is all Kumbaya, and I'm not one of those people. There are people like that. No matter what their country does to them, they're still gonna be twerking it up. I am not like that. I am not like that. Keep it a buck. If it's if it's green, it's green. Call it green. If it's blue, it's blue, call it blue. To me, I am surprised that people are so shocked by what he had to say. Now. Why he singled out the NBA, I don't know. But the NBA is a league. Jesus, Lord. Oh, my God. Is this so complicated? In football, there are many different leagues, like the European League. The, what is it? The Premier League, excuse me. The La Liga. The MLS, where Messi plays for. So if Messi wins the championship in the United States, they won the World Cup? What kind of stupid thinking is this? But this is what these guys are fighting over. He said the bloody fact. And for people to go around, you know, call, why is he saying this? Why is he saying that to me? It just looks like you guys are trying to excuse your ignorance. And, and it's embarrassing. Like, let's not be this idiotic about this is a very common sense, simple thing. So for people to say the best players in the world playing, playing an NBA, yes, they do. But the same thing happens in the premier league but let the world cup come uh, world world cup come around and you go look if Nikola Jokic can play in the NBA can play for the national team of course not do you know why because it's the national team hello is this on to quote Rob Parker so this i thought it was i thought it was profoundly idiotic the position that a lot of these people were taking and it was embarrassing and it's showing just how close-minded some people are. Some people need to get a freaking passport, jump on a plane, and step outside of the United States. It's a big world out there. And if you have this type of provincial world view you're never going to be very very successful because the most successful people out there are actually going out into the world and venturing and doing business and exchanging ideas with people not all over the world not just people that come from where they come from let's just let's let's come on let's 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 stop the stupidity it's embarrassing the guy said nothing wrong now if you're enjoying this show be sure to follow us on facebook at dreamers pro official instagram at dreamers pro and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show Now, let's continue to the next segment. Now, yesterday, uh, there was some controversy. And this controversy was centered on the comments that that USA Sprinter Noah Liles made. After he won his event, he came out there and sat in front of the press. And he said that, you know, he finds it to be so ridiculous. I'm paraphrasing. Watching the NBA players or the NBA championship. And they call it at the end the world championship. He's like, that's not no world championship this what we're doing here is us actually competing against other countries this is the world championship that's not the world championship so when he went out there his comments caught on like wildfire and everybody and their grandmother started to comment on it whether if it was nba players themselves as a matter of fact uh some nba players were displeased with his comments i actually want to see where I got some of the comments of what some of the players who saw like Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, and so many others. uh, Some of them said, uh, Kevin Durant said, somebody helped his brother, uh, UD40, big fan, but going with that BS, bruh. Uh, Draymond Green, when being smart goes wrong. Kendrick Perkins put his brain in a bird, and then and that bird will start flying backwards. P.J. Tucker can't make this bleep up. Aaron Gordon, whatever. I'm smoking, buddy, in a 200 meter dash. Austin Reeves, simply put, best players in the world play in the in the league. So winning an NBA championship qualifies as a world champs. I don't know what's more cringe: his comments or his voice. Tyler Erod, the NBA is the best league in the world. That's a world. That's why the champs are world champs. So as I said, a bunch of different people spoke on the issue, right? And one of the people that ended up discussing this issue was Stephen A. Smith of ESPN First Take because they brought this issue uh, to his attention. Now, if you know anything about Stephen A. Smith, Stephen A. Smith is the king of patting you on the shoulder before he insults you. He'll always say, I love the brother. He's this, he's that, he's this. He's that and then he will then proceed to disrespect you insult you on live television and then be shocked when people want to come back at him, right? That's the Stephen A Smith way. He's always surprised when people want to go at him. So yesterday they brought this topic to Stephen A Smith's attention on ESPN first take and when he was asked to give his thoughts. I thought Stephen A Smith absolutely embarrassed himself on live TV with the position he took against Noah Lyles. So what we wanna do is we wanna play exactly what Stephen A. Smith had to say um, about his comments, and then we're gonna come back and react to what he had to say. So take a listen to what Stephen A. Smith had to say here.
2: Any issues with Lyles' comments?
3: Well, the only issue that I have with Noah Lyles is that first of all, congratulations to your greatness. Continue to represent this country the way that you did. Major props to you. I'm sure he's a good brother and a whole bit. He just came across as flagrantly ignorant. And that needs to be said. The the NBA has established itself as a global iconic brand. Arguably the best player in the game today in a lot of people's eyes is uh, Nikola Jokic. Okay, you've got guys from Serbia, Slovenia. You know, the list goes on. Luka Doncic, where's he from? All right, Giannis Antetokounmpo, where's he from? Greece. I'm looking at a number right here. According to a news release posted just last last October, the NBA currently features 120 players from 40 countries and six continents on its roster for last season, and it's increased now. So how is that not global? How is that not the world champion? The best players from around the world descend upon America to join the National Basketball Association. Of the 450 plus players, nearly a third of them are international players. And the international players, rather than stay over there, or electing to stay over in their respective countries, or in Europe, China, or wherever the case may be, to play basketball, they want to come to the league, the NBA, because it's the best basketball league on the planet. So Noah Lyles, said a very 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 ignorant comment because a third almost a third of the players are from around the world again 40 countries six continents one could easily argue that nba players compete more against international competition than he does
0: so you heard his comments here are my thoughts on this i think stephen a smith's position was absolutely embarrassing Stephen A. Smith makes how much money a year? $10, $12 million a year. I don't know what it is. $10, $12 million a year. You're a multimillionaire. All this money you got, you don't be traveling. You don't be traveling outside the United States. Is it that you just talk to Americans? I don't understand. Like what? How can you come to such a conclusion that what he said was ignorant? What he said was factually correct. What you said was ignorant. The fact that NBA players... Uh, excuse me, the fact that some of the best players from all around the world play in the NBA does not make the NBA championship a world championship. This is flagrantly idiotic. Let me give you guys some information here. And this is why I say that uh, I got to say that um, I'm sorry, but I got to say it. A lot of these sports analysts, they do their audience a a major disservice. And I think it's dumbing people down because this is what you just perpetuate your closed mindedness all throughout the universe. And it dumps people down. Let me give you guys some information. Let me give you guys some football leagues. I'm talking about soccer, football leagues around the world. You have the English Premier League. You have the La Liga. You have the English Football League. You have MLS where uh, Inter plays with Messi. You have Serie A. You have uh, Liga 1. These are all different leagues, right? These are all different leagues like the NBA, which is a league. Just like in Europe, There's another basketball league. So we're understanding this, correct? Fantastic. So in the English Premier League, you have teams like Manchester United, all of these different teams. These teams are comprised of some of the best footballers on the planet, as are the other leagues. I hope we're following this. But if you win the championship... In the English Premier League, you did not win the World Cup. The NBA is competing against other NBA teams. Oh my God, how are we this dumb? Do you know how embarrassing this is on a global stage to be taking the opposite position of a very obvious uh, uh, conversation? NBA teams, the Lakers, who do they represent? Is it not LA? Help me figure it out. The Knicks, Do not, don't they represent New York or do they represent all of America? If they had Nikola Jokic playing for the New York Knicks, did they win the world championship or did the Knicks win the championship? My God. So when you have the United States team that is comprised of the best players from every single team go on the national team, are we competing against the Lakers? Have you ever heard the USA team compete against the Lakers? Well, no, we haven't heard that. They're competing against other countries, which makes it a global competition. Jesus, Lord, how did this get so complicated? This is embarrassing. I, I got to say it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is embarrassing. I was born in the United States. I lived in West Africa. I lived in Italy for, what, 10, 11 years. I lived in Africa. Again, I'm moving back to the United States, so I consider myself a global citizen. That's what I consider myself to be, a global citizen. Yes, I'm an American citizen by, by my birth and by my passport. Yes, I'm a Nigerian citizen to my, to my father. But I move around the world. And when you move around the world, you have a wider perspective. This is quite obvious. The only person it's not obvious to is the people that took that position. He didn't say a lie. Is that your ignorance cannot permit you to understand the truth. All of those soccer leagues, football leagues I just mentioned have players from all over the world. Jesus Lord. Do you know that they have some players from all over the world too? Hello? Do you guys know this? Or oh, what you thought? The English Premier League was just British people playing in it? Like, how, how dumb are we? So, of course, they're playing against some of the best players in the world. But it doesn't mean they're playing the world championship. Gee, how is this complicated? Because you're not competing against the world. And in a world format, Giannis is not playing for Team USA. Nikola Jokic is not playing for Team USA. Joel Embiid is not playing for Team USA. And Luka Doncic is not playing for Team USA. They're going to go play for their countries. They're not eligible. You people are confusing league with world competition. It's a league. The NBA is the national, not international National Basketball Association. Oh my Lord. This is embarrassing. And people are confidently arguing against the guy. He's, he's an embarrassment. He's blah, 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 blah. You don't even. Oh, this is embarrassing, I got to say. Jesus. Oh my Lord. They're up here arguing. He, how could he say that? What does he mean by that? You know, he, what did he take in, Why he singled out NBA players, I don't understand. But this is a very common sense issue. A very, very... Oh, I'm sorry. Because I'm holding my finger. Some idiot in the background will say I'm part of the Illuminati. There's always some dumb-dumb in the background. I'm in the Illuminati shooting videos on YouTube. Yeah, I got it. But anyway. It it, it was a simple issue that we made complicated. Stephen A. Smith and those guys sounded ignorant and myopic. That's what happened. If they ever expose his comments to somebody that's exposed that is well-traveled, even as an American, they will look him in the face and say, bro, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Please stop talking, you're embarrassing us. Good Lord. I thought that was embarrassing, but these are my thoughts. Whatever you guys think. And whoever's offended, that's your that's your bloody business. You're right to be offended. But I got to say the truth. He didn't tell a lie. Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now let's continue to the next segment. As you guys know, um, there's been a lot of anticipation uh, surrounding Scebelis and Undisputed. Why is that? Because as you guys know, um, ever since the departure of Shannon Sharp from that show, a lot of us have been sitting here wondering um, what the show would look like when it ultimately returned. Now, for those of you who may be unaware, the show has been away for about two months now. And during this period there have been a bunch of different reports that have come out some of the reports have been around circulated uh, that have been circulating have been around some of the people uh, that the show were looking to supplant shannon sharp with they were going to go to a more um ensemble type of cast something very similar to what Skip Bayless used to do on cold pizza where it'd be him and then you know it'd be a bunch of different people arguing against him so you had that news out there there were other reports out there saying that some of the people within fox we're not impressed with the direction in which Skip Bayless was planning to take the show in. And then we also heard that Lil Wayne uh, was going to be a member of the cast. Now, that was something that kind of threw me off because Lil Wayne is known as a musician. So I've never I never really went to him for any of his perspective on sports. But that doesn't mean that Lil Wayne doesn't know anything about sports. So I was one of the people. Uh, That was a bit skeptical about that. So what happened? Um, As you guys know, some of you may be aware, uh, we made our return yesterday after our break. So we already had kind of had things that we wanted to discuss. But one of the things I was looking forward to was I was curious to see what this new format, what this new show was going to look like on Undisputed. And I think a good amount of people were interested to see what this newly revamped Undisputed. Uh, was going to look like. and as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, it absolutely reflected uh, in the views that they were able to garner yesterday. I'm just looking at YouTube, I don't know uh, the ratings uh, yesterday, but if I look at their first video, uh, the welcome back video, that video generated about 350 what 50,000 views. the Ski Richard Sherman reunite video that generated about 400,000 views. Skip is, I mean, uh, Lil Wayne's new song that generated a quarter million views. And then their largest segment, which was about a 30 minute segment that we're going to get to a little bit later here today, uh, featuring Michael Irving, Richard Sherman, uh, Keyshawn Johnson, that segment has generated 600,000 views. And of course, the Lil Wayne uh, Skibbalis segment has also generated about 100,000 views. So there's a lot of interest uh, in this particular show here. So when I watched it, because I watched Uh, this segment i was actually um, very interested to see how things were going to play out now it's important that i say this i'm not a football guy i don't follow the nfl that much and this particular segment that i saw which was a 30 minute segment that you can catch on their youtube page was heavily centered on the nfl so as someone that doesn't follow the nfl it was hard to kind of understand whether or not these were these were good points that these guys were making because i don't know the backstory i don't follow any of the news pertaining to the nfl but it seemed like there seemed to be a good flow or at least that's what i thought now some people may be saying what do you mean that's what you thought well after all of the shows were aired and after the show had concluded apparently there was there's some articles out there circulating around the internet where people were essentially saying that Skip Bayless was relegated to being essentially a moderator on his own show, and there were numerous articles that actually covered this. But one of the articles we, um, you know, we, we we got this information from was Front Office Sports, one of my favorite um, sports websites. Uh, to read from and they had an article that essentially started off with the headline saying skip bayless struggles in new role as soft-spoken moderator on fs1 who knew skip bayless had morphed into jenny taff after a forced hiatus of nearly two months off bayless revamped undisputed live return to fs1's monday morning he is his exiled former co-star shannon sharp must be must be laughing in in his beer. In one of the strangest turns I've seen in sports TV, FS1 downplayed Bayless's role on his own show. Taft, the former moderator, was gone. Bayless could barely get a word in on his own show. Instead, the rebuilt undisputed was geared around new stars Michael Irvin, Keyshawn Johnson, and Richard Sherman. Bayless, FS1's highest paid talent at $8 million a year, was reduced to the role of mumbling moderator. After a cringeworthy introduction, he introduced debate topics, then looked then looked on passively while his three co-stars bellowed over each other. Occasionally, Bayless interjected with some points of his own, but every time he was rounding into the hot take spewing TV troll we love uh, we, we love to hate, one of his three co-stars would interrupt. For the most part, a neutered Bayliss sat hunched in his chair, blowing air through pursed lips, nodding along with opinions of his new high-profile guest stars. At one point, he was reduced to meekly holding his hand up like a schoolboy asking his teacher's permission to talk. He pleaded, time out, and my turn at other moments to try to break into the conversation. They mostly ignored him. As NBA Central tweeted, Skip's new partners won't let him speak. Barstool uh, Barstool Sports wrote, Welcome to the new dynamic, Skip. Keyshawn Johnson, Richard Sherman, and Michael Irvin came on and said, This is our show now, pal. His three co-stars, all former Super Bowl champions, didn't exactly treat Bayless with the deference he was once used to from Sharp and former ESPN partner Stephen A. Smith. Johnson called him Skippy. Irvin virtually took the, over the show, standing up for his chair, standing up from his chair, and addressing the audience like an old school preacher. Now, it's important that I state that that is just one opinion. Right now, it's a, it's a large source, but it's just an opinion. So, what we would like to do is we would like to play a segment where you can hear Skip Bayless kind of giving his own viewpoints, and you can hear his counterparts kind of itching to jump in to give their own take. So what I want to know from you guys as you listen to this is do you feel that Skip was being dominated on his own show or do you think that this is something that Skip Bayless himself actually wanted to orchestrate? So what we want to do is want to play it for you now and then we're going to come back and continue on with the show. Take a listen to this segment here quickly.
2: Lance, even though he had played all of one season, albeit at North Dakota State, one season of starts, guess what he did in the one season? He threw 28 touchdown passes to zero interceptions, and he ran for 1,100 yards. Again, Carson Wentz came out of there, so it's not Division I. It's a step below it. But still, you had one year of tape, and that's all because they played one game in the pandemic year. And they said, we bet on Trey. Well, if they bet on Trey, I'm, I felt pretty he validated got, at something. that point. Something. And what something. happened is rookie preseason. He busts the index finger on his throwing hand. What do you think is going to happen when you bust that? You're going to have a hard time in a really hard offense to run. Right, right. And all of a sudden, he struggles through his rookie year. And then what happened last year early on? He breaks his ankle and dislocates it. Well, it's all terrible injuries, like Tony Pollard had. But, but the point is... It's so bad that he's barely played football in pro or college football. He's thrown in his life, in college and pro, he's thrown 400 total passes. Dak threw more passes last year than this kid has thrown in his whole life. So do I still have high hopes for him? Do I think he could ultimately be a little better, just a little better than Dak Prescott? We're talking 6'4", 225. He ran 4'5'5. He's a little faster, he's a little taller, he's got a little better arm, just a little better arm. And listen, I've done a lot of work on this kid. The intangibles are off the charts. He's a gym rat. He's a great kid. He's a tough kid. In North Dakota State, you just running over people, which you can't do skip, in the league, skip, skip, skip,
4: skip. You're playing yourself here in this situation. In this way, you played yourself here. Now you gave Cal and I do agree with you, so much props and credit and for the officer mine and the talent evaluated, all that he is. Okay, if you're giving him all that credit for seeing what he saw in Trey Lance, then you got to also play the other side. That same great mind has seen Trey Lance practice he for did. the last couple years. Okay. Even though he loved his physical skill set, his physical skill set, how talented he is, shoulders down. There was a talent they couldn't measure, shoulders up, that they said, okay, here's an issue with him discerning his offense. That it, he, They see him every day, and they said, oh, we're going to keep Brock Purdy let me stop, let me and Trey no no, 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 no. Wait, let me finish. No. We're going to keep Brock Purdy, and we're going to keep Sam Dunn over, over, over him. Over him. They see him in practice every, they day. They in practice every they day. So obviously, also, they 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 the, right, same right. Great, the same great mind that assessed him must have said, oh, so, maybe he can't get past so, so let me back you up real quick, though,
1: Major. Let me back you up real quick. You say they saw him in practice every single day. So they saw what he is. they saw is. They saw him in practice last year. They saw him in practice the year before that. Guess what they decided to do? They decided to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo because they saw him in practice. Come on now. They decided to move on from Jimmy G because they saw him in practice. A guy that took him to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And they said, you know what? We're going to move on from Jimmy G because we believe that Trey Lance is the guy. They saw Brock Purdy in practice last year, too. And they decided to still name Trey Lance the Starter. They still made him that a was starter. Before Brock Purdy got game. No, hold on, time. hold on. Before Brock well, got game. Time. I understand that. Right. But Trey never really got game time. He kept getting hurt at the beginning See, of things. So I disagree. When Dak stepped
4: in, he played right away. I understand when, that. When, way, way. So when Trey stepped in, healthy. Trey did not play right away. He didn't play well right away. The times he did play. They he played play first well. Well. He played well. He played, they well, they played well against Houston. Oh his God. rookie year. His rookie oh year, he played well against oh the oh Houston Texans. He did? He played yes. a really good
0: game. So you heard the exchange. So here are my thoughts on this entire thing. Number one, I think it's too soon to draw conclusions uh number two um there's something that i noticed that i think that kind of left me unclear about how i feel about the entire thing which was the segment when they brought up lebron james when they brought up lebron james uh coming into this new season or something like that because you know they got to talk about lebron on that show um essentially you had skip bayless that had one particular position and then you had three other gentlemen that were diametrically opposed to his views and i'm not sure how entertaining that is for television where essentially you have three people uh ganging up on one person and i'm going to be very very interested to see when the nba season commences what type of personalities they're going to bring on to talk about basketball i'm going to be very very interested to see that I'm not sure I'm going to be excited to see Michael Irvin, Keyshawn Johnson, and Richard Sherman discuss basketball all year long. Now, we've heard reports that some of these guys are not going to be on there for the entire season. We know that, and we're going to have to see how that pans out. But I'm waiting to see who else he's going to have come on the show. Is it just going to be these guys for the rest of the year? Because if that's going to be the case, then I can't see myself being all that excited uh, about watching this show because – I want to hear some NBA guys give some NBA perspectives on the NBA, not just football guys uh, talk about the NBA. Now, I could be in the minority, uh, you know, with this – particular view but i think that a lot of people out there will concur with me that hey listen if we're going to be talking basketball can we get some basketball guys in here as well so i guess we have to wait and see some people already coming to a conclusion i think it's way too early to come to a conclusion about the show thank you for listening to today's show and don't forget to let us know what you think about today's show on itunes or any of your favorite podcasting platforms